0: You are listening to episode number 11, For the Parents. This week we're going to talk about Matthew 5, 15 through 16.
1: This is the Scripture Beats podcast with Amber and Brittany. We are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we're here to create a support system and to bring the scriptures to life for our families through the powers of memorization, music, and many other tools. Pretty soon, we'll all be singing our way through the scriptures together. All right, how is everybody doing? We are actually trying to get a bunch of podcasts recorded before our initial launch, so we have a better chance at keeping up with it once we get it going since, you know, mom life. So we're on episode 11 here recording, and we haven't even launched anything yet, Um but we're just a few weeks away from summer and we're both really excited for a little less structure some sunshine and playtime with our kids what do you think Britt
0: oh my gosh I know I'm so looking forward to some more time with the kids some sunny days ahead water days I think we're all just kind of done with the early mornings right now so it'll be nice to sleep in a little bit too (laughs) <laughs> oh,
1: agreed. Yeah. I have some sleep-in kids and some early risers, so I we'll have to see what this summer brings. So that's kind of new for us to have sleep-in boys. But anyway, okay, so let's just jump into our scripture. I love all the scriptures we study on here, but this one is just so fun. It's from the New Testament in Matthew chapter 5 verses 15 and 16, like we mentioned in the intro. And It's the one that talks about not hiding your light under a bushel, but shining your light for everyone to see. So you can take this in a lot of different directions. It was fun.
0: Right. The story this time is a little different than normal because it ended up being really long. And so we tried to cut it down, but then we just thought, you know what, let's just make it into two part episodes. So this week we tell the first half of the story with a bit of a breakdown that focuses on the first half. And then next week, we will finish the story and focus on the second half for the breakdown. Each episode has a small challenge that you will be able to use for discussion points with your kids. And then in two weeks is when we'll post our real-life episode. So we're really just adding one week into the mix here. We thought it would be fun to kind of shake things up a bit.
1: Yeah. And... Hopefully that all makes sense, and it'll also give your kids something to look forward to as well. We tried to leave the first half of the story on a little bit of a cliffhanger, so maybe it'll make them crave the rest of the story and be really excited to listen to it next week.
0: (laughs) Yes, for sure. Our job is just to keep them coming back for more.
1: Right. Yes. So this story is The Cutest with our cutest little helpers. We combine two stories. One is of a talking roly-poly bug and his adventures. And the other is about a little boy named Asher, who happens to actually be voiced by my little Asher and his friend, Nora. And it's seriously the most adorable thing ever. You're going to love it. So just so you know what we're talking about here, the first verse in this scripture says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house.
0: Yes. And okay, I so agree. You guys are all going to love this. Little Asher and Nora are just the cutest voices ever. And they really add something special. So it's really fun. So in this breakdown, we focused mainly on the hiding aspect of it. We want all the kids and the adults to reflect on their own experiences and kind of figure out for themselves how they tend to hide from the things that they're uncomfortable putting themselves out there for. Everyone does it in some way or another, and we just want everyone to think of one or a few ways it happens for them. In fact, this podcast and this whole program has been born from this same realization for us. We both felt like we had something to share, but for a long time, we've just hidden ourselves and our ideas from anyone else because of the fear of judgment or criticism or just because of our own insecurities about singing and speaking or storytelling and all the other ways we make ourselves vulnerable in doing this. And it's been really hard for us, but what we're trying to help the kids understand through both these episodes is that when you are brave and you do put yourself out there, then you're shining the light that God put inside of you. And then that light will hopefully touch others. But we know from this particular experience that it also makes you shine brighter for yourself. Confidence in yourself is ultimately what shines through in the end, And then that's what leads to a bigger and brighter future.
1: Oh, I just love everything about this topic. So in the breakdown, we tried to offer up thoughts about times we were scared to try something new. And then what happened because we didn't end up finding the courage to do it until later. So this would be the perfect time for you guys to chat with your kids about a time that that happened for you. And then you can also ask them about a time when they were too scared to do something. And maybe it's even happening right now for them. You might not know unless you ask. So this, this is a good opportunity. It could be a chance for you to talk it through with them and see if you can help it with them somehow. So that's actually the challenge for this week. And we really just want them to try and connect with Ervil and Asher through the next few weeks. Ervil is the roly-poly bug, by the way. If we didn't mention that already, it's kind of an interesting name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, very interesting name, imaginative. My two boys actually came up with the name. <laughs> so yeah. we went with it. Um, so the next week when we finish the story and we'll see how both Herbal and Asher shine their light, we really just start focusing more on the shining once we decide not to hide anymore. And so many great conversation points come up. We talk a bit about ways to shine your light and that it's not just through common talents like playing the piano or being good at a sport, but it's mainly through the personality traits we foster in ourselves. So help your kids to see what they're good at. Tell them if they are awesome at being patient or helpful or extra friendly, you know, even service oriented. I would love to make a list for each of my kids and hang that in their room so they can always have that to look at, and it'll help give them confidence if they can recognize that the gift they have is what God gave them to share with the world.
1: Oh, that's such a good idea. I'd actually really love to do that. Once I was really mad at my kids, like it had just been a really hard month, and we actually, I made up a list for each of my kids about the 10 reasons that mom and dad loved them. And I put it in their rooms and honestly, I don't know if they really cared that much about it, but it was mostly a reminder for me of all the reasons I love them. So it could actually act as like a little help for you guys too, to remind you of what to encourage your kids about and the things that they are awesome at. So there's that. But then we also talk about not comparing by making an analogy with food because everybody connects with food, right? Uh, We're hoping we don't lose them in the tangent, but really it's just good if you can help them connect with the idea. Because basically when you think of all the different foods on the earth, you can see how they all offer variety and spice to life. So that's how people are too. All people are different and we need all the differences that people offer. So ask your kids what they thought of this analogy And then help them to connect to it. We're really hoping that we can get some of our own kids to stop comparing themselves to one another. And to stop putting each other down from this idea. And maybe this will just be like the magic idea we've all been waiting for. Maybe not, but that's what we're hoping for. And it might not stop behaviors right away. But I believe that if they understand this concept then you can refer back to it over time and it might actually really help on cutting down on the sibling rivalry or the friend rivalry or just comparisons in general.
0: Oh man, yeah, I agree. And you know what? We really need this at our house for sure. And for some of you with older kids or even us as adults, you might find this concept helpful when we get into the realm of social media. Instead of the food analogy, we thought of a different analogy for the parents and older kids. If you think of a combination lock, Heavenly Father has given each of us our own perfect combination of talents, right? Skills and interests and all of these things unlock the potential for serving particular people or in certain ways. Accomplishing the goals we have and living the life that God has ultimately planned for us. And my combination is different from your combination, which is different from everybody else's combination. And it's not supposed to be the same. We need all the different combinations to be able to meet all the needs and make the world go round it really is a beautiful thing Mm,
1: yes I love that analogy and then the last thing we wanted to mention is the difference between confidence and pride this comes up in the story a little bit and it's just interesting to note especially because like for us we both have all these boys at our house that are constantly trying to flex on each other and It may not apply to you in the same way, but I think you'll still find it useful, whatever the dynamics are at your house. So we feel like sometimes us or our children, we may not let our lights shine because we're afraid of being prideful. And... It's just really important to recognize that there's actually a difference between being confident and being prideful. I don't know if you've ever thought of that before, but there really is. And we need to check our own selves and then be able to teach our kids how to understand the difference here. So here are some definitions that I looked up for confidence and pride. It says confidence is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So I think it's beautiful to be able to think of appreciating yourself and the things that you can do and the accomplishments that you've made and the things that you have to offer to the world. I'd say that a lot of people maybe aren't even able to find this part of themselves very well. And they might focus too much on the ways that they fall short or the ways that they aren't like everyone else. And we know that that i mean it might be hard to connect with but that's actually kind of a silly thought because like we talked about the food the variety of people and their interests is what makes life fun and interesting so there's that and then the definition of pride in this context is the quality of having an excessively high opinion of oneself or one's importance I think we all know somebody who is prideful in this way, and it can pop up in our heads in ways that put others down in order to maintain a higher stance for yourself. It just, it kind of feels gross. Maybe you felt like that before, you've done that before, and I think if you're being honest with yourself, it really does feel kind of gross. So the main difference here is that you likely have zero intention of blessing others with your talents but you're just more interested in being recognized for your greatness so others can praise you and put you on a pedestal and it makes you feel better than them. And because we're all human, I think it's normal to find ourselves in that prideful place from time to time.
0: Right. So, you know, there really is a fine balance here between two things. One is that you need to learn to appreciate yourself and be proud of who the true you is and share your goodness with the world but the second one is making sure we don't get hot-headed about what we can do. It's so weird to think of it this way, but pride actually formulates from a lack of self-confidence.
1: Oh, say that again. I love that.
0: (laughs) Pride formulates from a lack of self-confidence. If you were completely confident in yourself, you wouldn't even care what anyone else thought of you and what you could or couldn't do. It's so true if you think about it. And that's why at the end of the story, we mentioned that Asher messes up his lines in the play, but he was still beaming with pride because he knew he was a great Humpty Dumpty. He didn't need to be the best. He was able to just feel good about his own performance and abilities. So this is a really great spot to highlight with your kids because being awesome doesn't mean being perfect and also doesn't mean being the greatest of all time over others you can be the greatest of all time for yourself.
1: Oh, that is so awesome. I love where we're going with this. So we really wanted to highlight this with the parents because I think there's a lot of parents that may have issues with this topic themselves. This is a good week to do some internal research, right? And figure out where you sit with a lot of these topics. I've been working on this myself and it's hard to stay in my own lane sometimes, but it's my belief that Heavenly Father asks us to shine our lights, not... Anyone else's light. We're supposed to shine our light. And it's not to see which light shines the brightest. But when we can all shine in the ways that God intended us to, then it's the combined light with all of us that brings the light of Christ to the surface for the world to see.
0: Oh my goodness. There are just so many good things we found from these two verses. Aren't the scriptures amazing? Open this one up with your kids. Heck, maybe even throw a family talent show sometime in the next few weeks and practice praising your kids for their awesome personality traits so they can start to anchor into those good things and, you know, build their confidence.
1: We really do have so much power as parents to help them find that side of themselves. I remember as a little girl, things that my parents would highlight and tell me that I was really good at. And I can still tell you what those things are today. And I still think they're some of my best traits and talents. And it's so funny because maybe I wasn't even that great at it, but because they fostered that and told me that it just stuck with me over the years. So we really just have more influence than we think we do. Okay. Thank you for being on this journey with us, guys. This is so fun. And I, I just think we are doing some awesome stuff here with our kids. We're all just trying to point our kids to God in this crazy world And we really do have this. It's hard, but we've got it. Have fun this next few weeks and let us know how it goes. Please, we'd love to hear from you.
0: Yes. Okay, guys, bye. We want to hear how Scripture Beats works for you. So if you want your stories, ideas, or pictures shared on our podcast or Instagram, contact us at scripturebeats at gmail.com. Or you can simply just pop on over to glean all the goodies instead on our Instagram at Scripture Beats for extra tips and tricks to help your family along the way. Also, remember, we can do this. Families that Scripture Beats together stay together.